0: Welcome to the Powder Cake Podcast, the show that plugs you into the massive opportunities in startups and innovation in tech hubs beyond Silicon Valley, sort of the unValley, which is exploding with potential. And on today's show, we've got a bunch of great stories for you from the last week. First off, the mighty middle tops the best cities lists again. Then we've got local tech communities rallying against racism, another mm-hmm. unicorn uh, Midwest exit, and so much more. Uh, I'm your host, Matt Hunkler, and on today's episode, we're going to be sharing a recent live recording of The Spark, covering the tech news between the coasts that you really need to know. My main guest on today's show, I am really excited to bring back to the show, I've interviewed him a couple times previously, but he has a big announcement this time, Uh, Ruben Harris, the founder and CEO at Career Karma, and co-host of the Breaking Into Startups podcast, has this big announcement for the tech community that he made on Juneteenth, very important holiday here in America, and it's called Reskilling America, a collective effort to help millions of Americans acquire new skills in tech and prepare for the great rehiring. In this live recording of The Spark, we also featured one of the organizations helping support the Reskilling America campaign. Based out of Indianapolis, Indiana, we've got health tech startup HC1. And so we had talent acquisition manager Keegan Giles from that company join to talk on the show about what we're seeing in their uh, company, in their culture, and in the tech community, and also their pledge to support Reskilling America. Super cool to have him on the show. Uh, Really excited to get into it. Uh, More on that story about sharing some other highlights from the past week in Unvalley News. So let's just jump right in. Um, Our first story today is all about the mighty middle topping the best cities lists again. Um, It's not us. It's definitely them. The Midwest still isn't the first region people imagine bustling businesses and job opportunities in, especially in the tech industry. But changes in this limiting perception are continuing to add up. For example, California, long considered a hotbed for tech, has recently ranked dead last for best cities for business. States like Tennessee, Indiana, Ohio, and Michigan all have cities ranking in the top 15. And cities outside of traditional tech hubs are steadily ranking higher, not only in business, but also in the quality of life. Non-coastal cities in states like Iowa, Illinois, Indiana and North Dakota dominate this list of uh, best American cities to live in after the pandemic. And that was on Business Insider. So you can find that article. Uh, However, the sheer size of some of these regions like the Midwest present some challenges for sure. Um, Our friends at M25 Group, uh, Mike Assem, pictured here, if you're uh, able to watch us, if you're watching us live. Uh, Mike Assem is a partner at Chicago-based VC firm M25. Uh, We actually went to kindergarten together as well, fun fact. Uh, He has continued to do amazing things in the tech world uh, and in the Midwest specifically, Uh, He said in his recent article, the Midwest is, quote, burgeoning with opportunities, but needs some infrastructure support. This week, M25, oh, that was end quote at the end of support. This week, M25 re-re-relaunched Midwest Startups, uh, and that's midweststartups.com, to serve as a more connective tissue to tech in the Midwest. It lists resources such as cities, investors, companies, and job opportunities in a traditional sort of job board uh, format for those looking to learn about the Midwest tech ecosystem. So whether you're an executive at a company who wants to cash in on this golden opportunity or a tech specialist seeking a great job and home life, the communities in the mighty middle are definitely continuing to increase uh, in sort of looking at one of those top options. So this is obviously a continued story. Uh, We cover this each week, uh, but we're continuing to see this trend. Our next story, is, um, is about tech communities acting locally against racism. Uh, we have a phrase here at Powderkeg, think globally, act locally. Uh, as discussions about race and racism continue to surge around the country, Americans have finally begun listening to black organizers and activists about the state of systemic oppression against people of color. This kind of prejudice has definitely defined our country as well as many of the industries that drive innovation. As we've been highlighting for weeks here on the Spark uh, and also in our social channels uh, at PowderKeg, the tech space has long since needed some development in these areas, whether it's in Silicon Valley or right here at home in the middle of the country. Many of the icons in the tech industry are doing their part to join the fight against systemic racism in their own cities. Board members of Minneapolis-based startup group Beta, pictured here, recently announced that if they didn't meet their own diversity standards, including adding Black board members and anti-racism training, that they would step down. Um, This is right on trend with the story we covered last week about Alexis Ohanian, co-founder of Reddit, stepping down from the board of Reddit to make room for Michael Seibel, Uh, from Y Combinator to step up, so happening locally, also happening globally, Uh, and then also Atlanta-based investment group Collab Capital announced that it's raising 50 million to fund Black-owned startups, and though these steps may be small, of course, in comparison to the level of prejudice that people of color have faced throughout their careers, it's inspiring to see folks in our community striving to do better and set examples for others. Our next story uh, is a really fun one. It's another unicorn exit here in the middle of the country. Um, This is a plus one Midwest unicorn exit, adding another tally to the number of billion dollar Midwest tech exits. This week, Chicago-based Grubhub was acquired for 7.3 billion, that's billion with a B. Uh, They were acquired by Just Eat, which is a Netherlands-based company that established a North American presence through this merger. So big news, big presence now here in the Midwest. Grubhub ipo for an estimated $2 billion back in 2014, and their journey to a billion-dollar acquisition points to a growing trend of big Midwest startup exits. Uh, okay, so these big acquisitions uh, like this have a long track record in the middle of the country, uh, and it, of course, is a track record of injecting momentum, experience, more capital to invest back into these ecosystems. Uh, and a few notable examples include... Um, Den- in Denver, Colorado, SendGrid acquired by Twilio in 2019, just last year, for $3 billion. Uh, fun fact, uh, our, the CEO at SendGrid was one of our first interviews here on the podcast. Definitely go back and, and listen to that. Uh, in Boulder, Colorado, Zayo Group IPO'd for $4.45 billion. In Indianapolis, Indiana, Exact Target was acquired by Salesforce back in 2015 for $2.5 billion. In Atlanta, AirWatch was acquired by VMware in 2014 for over a billion dollars. Uh, likewise, in Columbus, Ohio, Cover My Meds acquired for more than a billion dollars. And in Bethesda, Maryland, uh, VirtueStream acquired for more than a billion dollars. And while Powderkeg has been covering these unicorn stories for several years, we're going to dive even deeper in future editions of The Spark as we see more and more of these unicorn billion-plus-dollar exits. Uh, exciting stuff and exciting to see the ripple effect of all that capital being injected back into the ecosystem. Our next story here we call uh, calling all entrepreneurs and I self identify as an entrepreneur. So that is definitely not a derogatory term. This is NASA's new challenge. I mean, who hasn't daydreamed of one day going into the final frontier of space, right? Uh, Now that dream may be on its way to becoming a reality as NASA has announced a new initiative called Entrepreneur's Challenge, which seeks new ideas from creators and startups that could aid in space exploration. The Entrepreneur's Challenge is kicking off its first round with a search for technology involving machine learning and AI for autonomous spacecrafts, spectrometry equipment for identifying life detection, and quantum sensors for the measurement of gravitational fields and dark energy. And I'm not even going to pretend like I fully understand what all that means, but it is great things for the innovation ecosystem, particularly in space exploration. And as we've covered in previous issues and editions of The Spark, This is a bigger trend and a lot of innovation that's coming from areas outside the valley, specifically the Space Coast in East Florida, where uh, we toured last year with Rise of the Rest, meeting tons of startups and investors uh, down in Florida last year. We'll continue to cover this, but I wanted to close with this quote. Michael Seblum, NASA's chief technologist for science, said, we want to be sure we're not leaving good ideas on the table or missing the contributions from some of these potential partners. And... uh, And at the same time, they wanna make sure that they're connecting, sorry, to finish the quote, potential partners could make to the exciting science missions coming up. All right, our last story today uh, is all about how COVID is putting mental health apps in the spotlight. Nearly half of the adults in the US will experience mental illness in their lifetime, but only 41% of those individuals have received treatment in the past year. That's kind of crazy, but only 41%, 41%, that's crazy. Um, Huge opportunity to make a difference here, make an impact for people. Um, This is in part because mental health has long been overlooked in professional realms where historically productivity has been the focus. But with the arrival of COVID-19, many companies have definitely announced further cutbacks in the mental health services that they offer to employees. So this has led to a growing crisis when coupled with the stress and pressure of the pandemic. I know at Powderkeg, we all have a subscription to the Calm app. We all meditate together in the morning. Uh, There is lots of work to be done within the tech and business world in mental health. And uh, of course, big, big funding happening in this particular industry. The tech sector has already taken on the case of third-party mental health, and there's been a boom in mental health apps and companies in recent years, with $750 million invested into mental health technology solutions in 2019. So, Blueprint, Headspace, and Brightside are just a few of the apps on their way to becoming household names, if not already. One app recently attracted investment, um, and this was MindStrong. I also think Headspace recently raised a big, big round. MindStrong, I think, was a hundred plus million dollar round led by former Uber exec Daniel Graff. Um, This tool actually helps those affected by disorders like depression or bipolar disorder monitor symptoms and reach out for support in real time. And though it may be an uphill battle against mental illness, leave it to the audience-focused minds behind tech products to help provide services to those who desperately need it during the COVID-19 pandemic. So um, before I go to the next segment, I do just wanna say if there's something happening in your community and you think Powderkeg should be covering it, please don't hesitate to shoot me an email. I'm just matt at powderkeg.com or find us on social media and tag us in the story. Um, We have a lot of great issues of The Spark coming out and some really great stories we've already got teed up for next week. All right, next up, I'm excited to share a big initiative that's taking place uh, across the country. And in this next segment, you're going to hear from my good friend, Ruben Harris. I recorded this uh, just earlier this week with Ruben. Uh, Ruben is the co-host of the Breaking Into Startups podcast and is the CEO of Career Karma, an organization that matches people who want to learn to code with the right support circle and coding bootcamp that meets their needs. Ruben Harris is a Bay Area transplant from Atlanta, Georgia, where he served as an advisor for Forge and organized Atlanta's first healthcare hackathon. He went on to start this company, Career Karma. He's been on the podcast several times before. And in our conversation, Ruben is sharing some breaking news with the powder Keg community here first. And we have another powder Keg company that is going to jo- join us live here after I play this interview. So uh, let me transition here and share this interview with you. This is the first time we've ever shared a pre-recorded interview, so bear with me if I hit technical difficulties, but I think I should be able to get this. Over to you. We're gonna share computer sound. We're gonna share this interview. Here's Ruben. Just say, yep. uh, "Hey, Ruben, thanks for being here with us today. Uh, where are you mm-hmm. calling in from?"
1: Um, I'm calling in from San Francisco, California. Man, I've been. We tell people we've been quarantined for the last two years. Oh man, here we are,
0: (laughs) dude. I I really appreciate you taking time today. Uh, I know there's so much going on right now. Um, Obviously, with unemployment numbers right now, you're seeing a lot of that data through Career Karma. I know you're also serving a lot of underserved and underrepresented, or underrepresented groups who are looking to break into tech as well. Do you mind just sharing a little bit of context? Um, For people listening to the show right now of just kind of what are you seeing on the ground in your career community?
1: Um, Well, obviously, COVID-19 hit us. uh, I would say it hit us like a nuclear bomb. And the only thing that was left standing was some tech companies. Because obviously, like, um, you know, the travel industry was affected greatly. Uh, Restaurant industry, small business industry was affected greatly. Um, But there are a lot of tech companies that are booming right now. Um, and because of the shutdowns and the quarantine, um, we've seen 44 million people, or over 44 million people in, in the United States, lose jobs due to COVID 19. And, and I think it's over 15 million of them are lost permanently. Um, the thing to keep in mind about these numbers is that it doesn't take into account um, Uber drivers or Lyft drivers or people in the gig economy. Um, and also, the Majority of these individuals are women and people of color, um, which it it hits home for me, not just because I'm black, um, but also well, and my mom's Cuban as well. But um, the majority of people in career karma come from these backgrounds. They are from my workers focused on getting a job in tech. And when you think about um, the protests that we're happening, that are happening right now in the streets with George Floyd, yes, we are very angry and upset about police brutality. But the reason why we're rioting is not just because of that. It's also because we don't have jobs. Our our parents and grandparents are dying. Um, we're, we're affected even more because of COVID nineteen, and so um, the people that do want to get jobs and want to take advantage of the tech boom are also stuck at home. Meaning that um, the digital divide is also very real for them, and even if they want to get be a part of the the, the future, um, a lot of them don't have access to a laptop. So we think that tools are important for individuals. We, we think um, um, having access to resources is important, but um, right now, um, that's the that's the biggest thing that's top of mind is helping the individuals that are affected by COVID-19. And one more, one more point here that I think is important to understand is like the other thing about career is that majority of people in career are, are parents. Yes. And when when you're frustrated at what's happening in the economy and just in, in, in the United States, um, you're so mad that you want to participate in the riots. You want to be in the streets or you want to do something. But as a parent, you can't risk your life because those, those kids are are depending on you. And so um, we want to help organizers and parents and leaders that can't protest in the streets so that they can organize digitally and get the skills so that they can, they can make change online um, and update the civil rights movement, which has historically been outdated.
0: Are you seeing that kind of um, with your own metrics? I know, Career Karma, you just hit... 100,000 users. C- huge congrats yep. on that. That's, Thank you, man. That's enormous. Um, and that's coming out of Y Combinator class of 2019. Is that right? 2019, yeah. Last, that's great. Last year. Um, have you seen just kind of that, was a lot of that growth seen just in the last several months since COVID-19 pandemic?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I think um, a lot of that growth definitely came to the COVID-19 pandemic, to your point. You know, we hit 100,000 users on, on iPhone and Android. We also launched a web app, which has seen crazy levels of traffic. Now Now we're getting over 300,000 people coming to our website every single month. I think by default we'll be at about a million a month. And the reason why I bring this up is because, um, yes, like we're, we're seeing it happen on and through our communities. And, and I wouldn't say it's, it's entirely driven because of COVID-19, but because our entire education system has been forced to go online. People don't have savings. They can't afford rent. They can't afford mortgages. They're looking for alternative forms of education that are outcomes-driven, that don't charge them money unless they get a job. And there is no educational institution that exists that has been doing this for years, employing thousands of people other than coding
0: the and that's so riding on, we, on trends like yeah. income share agreements and things like that, right?
1: Yeah, deferred tuition, money-back guarantees, and things like that. And so we knew that we were insanely early serving these people a long time ago. Um, and some people say COVID-19 has, has changed education more in the last weeks than it has in the last 200 years, and that's the truth. And so we're, we're, ta- we're, we're benefiting greatly, um, and, and our, I know that the trend is only going to accelerate.
0: Well, and as that continues to accelerate, you mentioned this digital divide um, that we have in the country, in the world, even. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you serving people beyond U.S. right now with Career Karma?
1: Not yet. We do have a lot of people that come to us internationally. um, But essentially, essentially, um, right now we're focused on the U.S., that um, makes we sense. do want to help a billion people in 10 years, so we do got to go global eventually. But right now, we want to get it right here first. And with 44 million people, we have our
0: hands full. Yeah, I, I like the lean startup approach there. Um, mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about this, uh, this initiative that you have to help address the digital divide and get more people access um, that they need because it's not just software, right? These people actually need hardware where they can mm-hmm. access the internet. Be able to take these coding boot camps. Tell me a little bit more about that uh, opportunity that you uncovered there for Career Karma to plug in and help.
1: Yeah, so I like that you use the Lean Startup method because, like we we stage, we do things in stages, right? So since we since we're always writing code and talking to users, we recognize that um, global mobile phone penetration is over ninety five percent, right? And so, um, whether you have a laptop or not, you can access CareerCommerce through your smartphone. I um, mean, there's several people that have come to CareerCommerce that started off on a phone, that eventually got jobs and, and did very, very well. Um, and so when when, when, when you think about what COVID-19 did, so before COVID-19, everybody was like really focused on mobile. Now, I'm not saying that people aren't focused on mobile now, but since people are sheltered in place and we've been at home for months now, and some people are going outside now that things are reopening, quote unquote, and I'm going to say that because I think we got to be careful and there might be a second wave. Some people are like, I don't care if it's open. I'm still not going outside. And what you're starting to see is uh, not only colleges forced to go online and there's over 1.5 billion learners online, but also companies being forced to provide remote work. So. The remote work trend was already growing. The fastest growing commute was no commute before, but now you see companies like Twitter and Square announcing work from home indefinitely.
2: Slack um, today.
1: Slack, right? All these people announcing work from home as a benefit, and this is something that a lot of people want. And so, whenever you you have that, now you're starting to see, and you could even see this in real estate, and even on Pinterest, you can see people are starting to. Like buy furniture to to outfit their home office, right? Their home, set, like you you have a nice very very nice looking home office setup right there. That I see, right? <laughs> this is and a so, set. This
0: is <laughs> this is all fictitious.
1: <laughs> and so a lot of a lot of people want to have this type of setup because they're spending a lot of time at home. They're sheltered at home with their kids. They don't know if they want to send them back to school because they don't want their kids to be sick. So homeschool is booming. That's what so comes the like are booming. And so anyway, I say this because. Now that we're going to this, uh, that's why we launched the web app because we knew that people were going to be on desktop more. Um, There's a lot of people that don't have desktops. Right. A lot of people that don't have laptops. And so um, we observed behavior and career commas discussions where someone historically might be like, hey, I don't have a laptop, but I'll drive you to this bootcamp if you share your laptop with me. And uh, long story short, uh, people need tools to get jobs. And so the, the the biggest thing that we're seeing that's missing from people that have been laid off or furloughed due to COVID-19 is a laptop. So that's, that's something that we have observed recently. Um, and that tends to be persistent with black and brown people, for sure.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I'm really excited about this campaign that you're launching. It, it's coming out this week. Um, and and actually the GoFundMe is already available. Is that right? It's live. It's live already. Yep. Exactly. So tell me what the goal is and, and tell me how Powder Keg can help support.
1: Yeah, man, it it really, it really wasn't supposed to be a very big thing. Um, I woke up after the same week of the George Floyd thing, not trying not to get too emotional, but I, I really, um, I was angry, man. And that, um, I shared how I felt about it, and I just said, "We got to do something for our people, man. and um, we want to we want to raise hundred thousand dollars to give to our community. That's what we're doing, and um, since we had um, since we had sorry, since we have um, since we're blessed to be in a position where we can." give resources to our people. We wanted to take the behavior that we had already observed and leverage our network to get resources to people, get these tools to people. And so what started off as this campaign to just get $100,000 for our people turned into um, a campaign to give away 5,000 laptops and raise half a million dollars to give to people from underestimated backgrounds that want to get jobs in tech, whether they're women, people of color, veterans, um, et cetera. And so um, Kapoor, Kap- uh, the Four Center for Social Impact uh, graciously uh, reached out to fiscally sponsor the campaign to make sure that all the donations are tax deductible. And to be clear, the priority of this campaign is not money, it's laptops, All right. So if you have an extra laptop, you can donate the laptop. If you give money, that 100% of the money goes to sourcing a laptop and shipping it to the individual. And all the donations are tax-deductible. And we have very big companies that are involved that are going to to donate to this campaign. And when you think about the magnitude about helping 5,000 people from underestimated backgrounds getting into jobs, if they all make $100,000, they collectively control billion dollars and they know how to code all right and so we want to use this as a case study because when you think about five thousand in the grand scheme of 44 million it's a very small number but we want to use this as a case study to do something big and i think the last piece of this i think is a point to emphasize is once these people get a job in the next three to 12 months their company especially if it's a tech company is probably going to give them the laptop and then they can give that same laptop that was donated to them by whoever's listening right now back to somebody else and create a nice, beautiful, karmic cycle.
0: I love that, man. And I mean, 5,000 5, laptops is a lot of laptops. Uh, and I, I love the big initiative. Um, I'm really um, encouraged to see that you've already got a great head of steam here on the campaign. Uh, I know people at Powderkeg are going to want to support this. Um so I, I appreciate you sharing it with us first um if, if i want I want to
1: give a shout out to you there I mean because like when I made that when, you reached out without even knowing what was happening, and you were just like, Hey, I want to be involved in this i don 't care what it's you tell me what you need and that meant a lot to me. It still means a lot to me and so um we're, we 're working with people like you and other other leaders uh, I forgot to mention we're calling the campaign Reskill America, the great rehiring initiative um we we are huge supporters of other podcasters because our roots are in podcasts. In order to promote the campaign, we're going to leverage the Breaking Into to Starters podcast that we started in 2016. We're going to be featuring headliners like Arlen Hamilton uh, from Backstage Capital, Frida Capro Client from Capro Capital, Michael Seibel from Y Combinator, um, Jewel Burke from Collab Capital that just raised $50 million in Atlanta because uh, we want this to be nationwide not just a Silicon Valley story. Um, but most importantly, we're going to feature stories of people that might be listening to this podcast right now that were blessed with a, a laptop that was able to go to a boot camp and get a job. And we want to feature those stories the most because the people are the heroes, and we want to lift them up um, during the story. And we don't want to just make a, a statement about what we're going to do; we want to follow up with some action. So, yeah,
0: I love that, man. If if people uh, want to submit their story or know someone whose story, uh, they think should be told, how can they do that?
1: Yes. If they, if they know somebody and, they, and they, they want to tell their story, just send me an email. My, my email is, is ruben at careercarma.com. Um, we are going to launch a Google form later, so you can also check out my Twitter, just twitter.com slash Ruben Harris. Um, right now, uh, we're reaching out to all of our boot camp partners to just share their stories. But if you're listening, just send me an email, and then we can, we can consider putting you on the show.
0: Perfect. Well, and we'll link that up in the show notes too. Uh, we'll, you, we'll protect your email, but we'll, we'll link up your uh, social profiles and make sure people uh, can get in touch uh, to share those stories. And if people want to contribute, whether it's a laptop or donate to your GoFundMe for Reskilling America, how can people do that?
1: Um, if people want to contribute, all they got to do is got to go to the GoFundMe and just uh, click that they want to support. Um, we also have an Airtable forum as well. Um, that we want people to fill out so that um, you all can not just be, uh, so we can not just be aware of who's involved with the campaign, but also so that we can have future coordinated efforts with all the organizations and the individuals that are involved with this that want to make this not just a moment in time, but something that happens long-term. Um, I mean, speaking to Twitter earlier, I saw something that, that Jack Dorsey did earlier. He like gave $10 million or $13 million um total with the city of Oakland to give every child in Oakland a laptop and Wi Fi. Like that is amazing. I'm super inspired. And like I would say that this campaign is very similar, but focused on adults. But shout out to everybody focused on K to twelve. Um just go to the GoFundMe Reskill America um and 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 support.
0: Well we already have some powder keg uh, community members that are pledging their early support. Uh, one notable organization joining this initiative and pledging their early support is health tech startup HC1, backed out, uh, based out of Indianapolis, Indiana. And here today, uh, I, I'm I'm very happy to welcome someone from their team uh, because HC1 believes in reskilling America. Are very active in the powder keg and more national. Uh, tech community. So please help me welcome to the show here on the Spark Live Talent Acquisition Manager at HC1, Keegan Giles. Keegan, welcome to the show.
2: Awesome. Stoked to make a feature. Thanks for having us.
0: Dude, thanks so much for pledging your early support to the campaign here. Um, I'm just curious, what was it about this particular initiative that resonated with HC1 and what you're trying to do?
2: So yeah, I, I think there's there's a couple couple things, but we've had some discussions, right? I think every organization right now is talking it like the the Black Lives Matter thing has come up, and now a lot of HR organizations are looking at, okay, what can we do to change? And you know there's almost a pressure for most organizations in general, right, to make sure we're being conscious. And if nothing else, you know the the hiring times are are, are tough for a lot of organizations right now. and if you're not hiring, what else can we do to support that movement and help empower a larger workforce that we can then you know I, I think it's a residual effort, and um that was something that we we felt was you know at least the, the the least we can do to contribute to that
0: Well, I really appreciate it the 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 pledge uh, and and just to remind people that are listening, they can pledge in dollars or they can pledge even if they have one laptop, that's one laptop that could change someone's life. Forever, which then touches their entire family 's life, and then that laptop then gets passed on to the next academy student after they get their job and of course, at a job, you usually get a laptop so there 's a really cool virtuous cycle that uh, this, these five thousand laptops don 't mean only five thousand careers uh, but potentially have that that big um, exponential impact uh, sort of potential um, for for h c one did you want to contribute in terms of financial or in terms of laptops, or or what was it that kind of resonated most with HC One?
2: So, given right now and, and the resources we have, um, we've already pledged to twenty five hundred, and I'll say after listening to to Ruben speak, um, you know, I, I definitely want to push to drive that a little bit more. I, I also know in the past we have um, our organization has had like kind of a, a laptop refurbished sale, right? Some of some of the older systems and. Um, you know, once we're getting back into the office, that's on our to-do list. Is to start digging into that inventory and just identify other ways that we can continue to contribute. Again, I think this is Ruben's come up with something awesome here, and you know, it's the, the least we can do is contribute to to this type of an effort.
0: Well, it means a lot. You know, the campaign doesn't even officially launch till tomorrow, June uh, Juneteenth, which of course is a, a really important holiday. Um, and your early support, I mean, that's 25 laptops, getting 25 people back to work. And I know, Keegan, you personally have helped several people in the cake community find jobs, and not just at HC1, but just at other companies. Um, and I, I really appreciate both your engagement and support in the community with what you do. Uh, but this early pledge means a lot. And I know it's a big piece of, of creating that early momentum that this campaign of $500,000 you know, five thousand laptops is going to create. So thank you.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely, man. Great to have you on the show. We'll uh we'll wrap up here, but I just want to say thanks again. Is there anything else that you wanted to share about um HC one and, and your participation?
2: Yeah, I, I think just, you know, again, encouraging other organizations like HR leaders that are here that are struggling to hire right now. Um, first of all I'll say Communities like Powderkeg are tremendous to, to take advantage of. If you're talking to candidates that you know you don't have the bandwidth to hire right now, um, you know, organizations like Powderkeg is a great one to refer those folks to. Um, but again, HR leaders, if, if you know that you're you're struggling either from a diversity perspective or the capacity to onboard new talent, this is a way that you can still contribute and really make an impact and really back up what you're saying on social media about your organization. You know, everyone. Everyone wants to be woke right now. Right. And, uh, I I think this is, this is the easiest way to do it. And by the way, it's tax friendly. Right. And I I love, I love what's going on here. Um, I think, like I said, Ruben's really onto something and definitely something we wanted to jump on.
0: I could not agree more. And I'm, I'm so, so grateful Keegan, uh, for your early participation and support of this. It really means a lot. And, uh, I I know Ruben really appreciates it. Of, Of course, uh, we've already got you in touch with those folks, but I just want to say uh, thank you again, and uh, and thanks for being here.
2: Heck yeah, heck yeah, yeah! Thanks for having us on.
0: Absolutely, man, absolutely. We'll see you soon. And uh, here at at Powder Keg, I'm going to wrap up the show. Here, we actually have some really big announcements of things going on in the tech community that you really should know about. Uh, but first, I want to say, uh, if you want to join and help Ruben's campaign for reskilling America, it's really easy to pledge your support. You just go to career karma.com slash reskill America. I'm going to pull that slide up here in just a moment. Hopefully you all can see that. Um, The goal, of course, is to give away 1,000 laptops. Oh, no, that was the original goal. It's now 5,000-plus laptops to communities who need them most. Um, Awesome support already from Kephor Klein, Arlen Hamilton, Michael Seibel, Jewel Burke, Solomon, some of the biggest names in tech. But, of course, uh, also people uh, like you just heard from, Keegan Giles at HC1. Awesome health tech company here in the middle of the country. Uh, this is a big national campaign, and uh, I'm really glad that you could hear about it first uh, here on Powder Keg The Spark Live. Okay, our next segment of the show is called Exploding with Opportunity. And this is where we plug you into the massive opportunities in startups and innovation in tech hubs beyond Silicon Valley that are, you guessed it, exploding with opportunity. Uh, So there was a lot of news that happened this week with big fundings, acquisitions, and IPOs between the coasts. Here are three of the biggest ones that happened this week. Raleigh-Durham-based Shattuck Labs raised $118 million in a Series B funding led by Red Mile Group. Minneapolis-based Histonics closed $40 million in an oversubscribed Series C round. And Denver-based Myco Technology closed a $39 million Series D to fund growing new and tastier mushrooms. That's myco-technology. I'm, I'm curious, I gotta check out their homepage and see what that's all about. Um, also, some big acquisitions as well. Wearable healthcare, healthcare tech innovator Health.io was acquired by Milliman to launch Milliman IO. Bridge is a software for alcohol retailers and suppliers that has been acquired by New York-based 750 Technologies. Here are all the companies that raised money uh, in the past week, or at least the ones that we found uh, that we featured in today's edition of The Spark. Um, Here are all of those companies, and it's great to see the mighty middle, of course, booming with opportunity. Um, I think this is a good chance to shout out uh, one opportunity to plug in. If you're currently in the market for finding a new role or know someone that is in the market for a new role, Powderkeg can connect you with awesome tech companies between the coasts that are growing like crazy. Right now, you can apply for our free matches platform at powderkeg.com/slash jobs. Matches has a specialized focus in these tech hubs outside the valley, so you can easily navigate this opportunity-packed landscape for potential. You know, our job matching platform leverages thousands of participants employers and teams within our ecosystem, people like Keegan Giles who you just heard from, so you can uh, get connected directly with decision makers, shortcutting the hiring process. Um, and speaking of hiring process, there are a ton of companies in the middle of the country that are doing great and still hiring. Three of the ones that we wanted to uh, feature today, um, the first one is Atlanta, Georgia based STORED. It's a digital warehouse network and they're hiring data analysts, designers, engineers, supply chain experts, marketers, and more. Um, Also, multiple locations or remote are these other two, Expanse and Udemy. Enterprise risk management company Expanse is hiring in software development, marketing, sales, and more. And the online learning platform Udemy is hiring in dozens of roles at locations around the country and also globally as well. Uh, So... You can check out all of these companies on powder keg. Um, every company's culture is unique and aligns with different team members for a variety of reasons. We've been able to capture some of these cultural preferences and attributes by creating culture profiles, a couple of, um, different companies that I wanted to call out here. The first is uh, Stored. We talked about that, sorry. And we talked about expanding Udemy. Um, the first is a HC one. So you just heard from Keegan Giles. Uh, about the, uh, his, the contribution that they made to Reskill America. Um, this is actually what their culture profile looks like. Um, these profiles are one of the ways that people can learn what it might be like to work at one of these companies. And of course, HC1 really likes, wants to pledge their support to these kinds of initiatives. Uh, this is a great tool, of course, for teams to build their talent pipeline and create more awareness for their employer brand, even if things are slowing down from a hiring perspective. Um, if you want to learn more about companies like this and some of the companies that you're hearing about, um, a great way to do that is The Spark. Uh, it's a great way to discover interesting companies, stories, and strategies. And if you're not already signed up for our hand curated newsletter, uh, you can do that at powderkeg.com right on the homepage. If you're watching here, you, you can see where exactly where that is on the homepage. Just go on over to powderkeg.com and sign up right there on the homepage p-o-w-d-e-r-k-e-g powderkeg all one word dot com i do want to give a huge shout out before this next section uh, to cla our national uh sponsor Zotech partners ksm consulting and black ink it for continuing to support uh the spark live and a lot of the other initiatives that we have here at powder keg that's it for today's show thank you so much for listening a big thanks to our amazing sponsors and our guests Ruben Harris and Keegan Giles. Please go check them out at careerkarma.com and hc1.com. You can find all of those links in the show notes at powderkeg.com. And uh, if you're interested in in joining and helping Ruben's campaign for reskilling America, I know I will personally be donating Soul Powder Keg. Uh, So be sure to check out this incredible initiative that he has helped put together with the Career Karma team. The goal is to give 5,000 laptops to communities who need them most, and help them reskill and provide a blueprint to land a career in tech. Be sure to go check them out at careerkarma.com/reskill-america. We got it in the show notes. Uh, we can help you donate right there on their website. While you're at it. Would you like to discover even more interesting companies, stories, and strategies to help you reach your full potential? Then get the inside scoop with Powderkeg's hand curated newsletter, The Spark, delivered to your inbox each week with the tech news and opportunities outside of Silicon Valley in the Unvalley that you really need to be paying attention to. Um, so just go on over to powderkeg.com, sign up right on the homepage. It's right there at the top. It's absolutely free. And each Thursday, you'll get an email directly from me with the most important stories, trends, and companies in tech between the coast it's curated by some of the most connected people in those tech hubs in non-traditional communities with insights that you're not going to find anywhere else so again that's powderkeg.com p-o-w-d-e-r-k-e-g powderkeg all one word dot com and to be among the first to hear the stories about entrepreneurs investors and other tech leaders outside of Silicon Valley give us a subscribe on iTunes at powderkeg.com slash iTunes uh, if you could leave us a review while you're there Uh, If you have already, thank you so, so much. And uh, I guess we'll catch you next time on the Powder Cake Podcast.